Hey everyone, this is Caleb here from In the Mood for Real History. Now before you get started with this episode, if you haven't heard, I want to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, so let me explain it to you. First off, being on a teacher's salary, I love that it is free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey all you cool cats and commies, this is In The Mood. Levitating perspectives each episode of the time. Alright, alright, alright. So, we have made it to a new week. It's our last episode before Christmas. We ready? It is time. Your last day of Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, all, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all the above. All the above. If you, you know, even giving a you, shout out to all of you who celebrate anything, or if you don't celebrate, Happy Chinese at New all, Year. We celebrate everything that you want to celebrate here. So, speaking of, we have finally gotten to Christmas break. But the real question is: this topic worth celebrating? Of it's, is it worth celebrating? Today, we're going to be talking about the latest coronavirus bill that was passed, a whole nine hundred billion dollars that was passed but is it really worthy of to celebrating to mention right so we're going to call this the coronavirus bill or lack thereof so it's just if you're listening to this uh today we just passed the latest coronavirus bill about 30 minutes ago at so the time of this recording because in the mood we always keep up to date fresh material and it's just like, it's like, you could even tell the announcers when they were talking about it on TV, they just looked like, why the fuck are we even here talking about this? Because this is nothing to be happy about. So before we jump into the actual shit show of a bill that uh, Mr. Turtle's happy with, let's talk about where the numbers currently stand right now. So first off, you know, this whole time leading up to the election, what did you hear from Republicans and Donald Trump? The virus is a hoax. The virus is a hoax. It's going to disappear right after the election. Mm, no. Yesterday, we added 196,000 new cases. 17.5 million overall. So just think about that. 196,000 new cases in one damn day. 317,000 cases overall. And the deaths haven't even peaked yet. We haven't hit the peak yet. So we're like, you know, like when you're on your eight-minute stretch, you, you know, you, just, you, you hit that peak, and then it's all downhill yeah. from there. Or like when you're in your 20s, and you're like, kind of like me. I hit my peak around 24, 25. Then now most I'm at 26. Then most people like, at 30 start getting balder and fatter. Yep, and it's just all downhill from there, man. You know, it's you hit 30, and that's your peak. That's and then it's saying. all downhill no, from there. Yeah, Unless you're Tom Brady. Tom Brady, he's a lizard person because he is still killing it. At 43? 43. Oh, man, it was great watching him win today. But anyway, so, you know, this is our, the numbers are staggering right now. And it's just, that's adding 200,000 cases a day. And people bitched about Meemaw Ivy adding a mask mandate through January, right? Right. She extended the mask mandate through the middle of January and people are flipping shit. And what I love is hearing people complain about we can't do anything. Well, if you would put on a piece of fucking cloth and not go to groups of 30 people and have your Christmas parties, then that could help cut down and allow you to do more things sooner. 
do they not realize that they're part of the problem? It's just that a, it's, it's a lingering a, it's yeah. a lingering thing. Yeah, it takes too much common knowledge. But anyway, so this latest coronavirus bill was passed by the Senate and the House. The four leaderships met up. You know, the turtle, Mitch McConnell. We met today, and we passed a extensive bill. And so, what are some of the things that were included in the bills, Zach? Um, one six hundred dollar check. <laughs> Literally one six hundred dollar check. So not that is less than the average amount of per, a person's mortgage or rent. Or yeah, that's like it's like you making ten dollars an hour and you yeah. get a paycheck for a, a forty hour, forty eighty hour week. That is less than what you pay the average American pays in rent a month. There was a relief for small businesses for Which, the paycheck. Wait, let, let, let's program. dive. I was about to say let's dive more in depth in that one. So yeah, so two hundred eighty four billion dollars of the nine hundred billion was going towards the Paycheck Protection Program. Which is? Pretty much, it gives money to give to small businesses to pay their workers so they don't have to get, lay them off. Like PTO or something? No, Paint it's like off, their or... actual oh. paycheck. So instead, most businesses would have to close down right now because they're because of the state of the economy and because of the pandemic. So this Paycheck Protection Program ensures gives businesses money to pay their workers, essentially. So that you can still have a paycheck, which is great, but that doesn't cover everything else. What about, you know, businesses that won't reopen? What about the businesses that just can't? And what about the money that went to, you know, big corporations that went to their own, the bosses, the billions of dollars that went to the bosses. But anyway, what is the extension of the, like the whole eviction notice, which is great. The, uh, it's the extension of the eviction moratorium because literally 19 million people are going to be evicted from their homes or apartments. Do you think they still will? Or like, do you think some people will still even get kicked out or what? Well, they should be able, this moratorium is saying that you cannot kick them out, but this is where it gets into a big debate between rent forgiveness or rent. It's just putting all this months of rent that they're having to pay it up front. They're going to have to pay it at the end. When this moratorium is lifted, if you haven't paid rent in six months, they're going to expect you to pay six months worth of rent. So if you're not working, if you've been laid off, how how is one $600 check going to help you? So a lot of people are saying we need to just do rent forgiveness because that just makes sense. How do they, can they expect a person to be able to pay six months worth of rent up front that they haven't been able to pay. If they couldn't pay it for the last six months, why would they magically have six months worth of rent when this moratorium ends? So this moratorium is great in the, in the immediacy, but six months from now, there's going to be people that are going to be evicted because they can't pay six months worth of rent. Or just, or just really fuck up their credit. Well, well, yeah, it's going to, but they can't pay it at all. So they're going to be evicted which will then fuck up their credit, of course. But I don't think they give a shit about their credit if they don't have a home, you know? (laughs) I mean, if we're just being honest. And so then also they mentioned about bolstering vaccine distributions, which great. That's good. That's good. Um, They also are including money to make schools safely reopen, public schools safely reopen. What is the definition of that, though? How do you... Who the fuck knows? (laughs) Like, I truly... You tell me. What is safely reopened? Well, well, I figured you should know since you're you are in that 
area since I indoctrinate, yes. yes. Yeah. Um so what it's saying is we should be able to safely reopen schools. Okay, so you tell me let's the safe guidelines for reopening schools would be every student is at least six feet apart from other students. So in a classroom that's like a 30 foot by 30 foot classroom, you have 30 students in a classroom. How can you spread them out all six feet apart? Can you do that? Not realistically. No. Tell high school students. Think about you in high school. Someone told you to walk six feet apart from your friends, class to class, to not interact with them, not touch them. Could you do that? It'd be hard to do. Especially when Hell, we can't get people to walk on the right side of the hallway. How can we expect them to socially distance while at school? And then in the lunchroom, you oh, you don't have to wear your mask when you're eating. So do you think that the virus just isn't going to spread while we're magically eating? So I don't know how we can safely reopen, which that's another rant for another day, but it's just very interesting to me. And so like with this whole quote that Mitch McConnell said about it's packed with the targeted policies and shit like that. So this is packed with targeted policies that help struggling Americans who have been waiting entirely too long. I came out of my turtle long, my shell long enough to say it. And I'm going to slither back in. No, like, well, no fucking shit. It's been entirely too long. It's been almost a year since the last, uh, coronavirus relief bill was passed. So then Democrats have passed three other relief bills since then, but yet Mitch McConnell refused to even debate it in the Senate. So, yeah, it's been too long because of what you've been doing. Or is it the fact that they just, he has, they have proposed some stuff, but then the Democrats ignored it as well, right? They didn't. What the Republicans proposed was, they said, if you don't put uh, corporate liability which says that businesses can't be sued for forcing workers to go back into unsafe working conditions. If the Democrats wouldn't include that, then they wouldn't even debate it. And Democrats were like, no, you should have worker protections. And Mitch McConnell initially refused to even have the stimulus checks. Well, what did he see that point as? Like, He said the state should just go bankrupt. Which would accomplish what? absolutely fucking nothing he said well pretty much he's saying well people need to just pull themselves up by their bootstraps and if you don't survive sorry like literally for the states that are you know states have to balance their budgets each year the federal government doesn't so these states are going bankrupt are going to go bankrupt because they don't have enough revenue to match what they have to spend so there's going to be massive layoffs massive cuts all of that Federal government does not have to balance their budget. Hence the 20-something trillion dollars in debt. Does it matter, though? Does the $27 trillion matter? What, what about the people that say, oh, you MMT people? Well, no, it's called, think about it. We don't think twice about giving a trillion-dollar tax cut to major corporations. We don't think twice about voting for a $740 billion defense bill. But then when it comes time for protections for people, we worry about that. Who... Who creates the currency in our country? Who? But who? The, no, who creates the cur- the currency? The the government. Yeah, the federal. The federal gets, government. Yeah, it prints off, right? Yeah. Well, we don't really print money anymore, but it's all digital. 
we say, okay, well, we have this much money. This dollar is worth this much. We spend, we have to spend the money before we pay anything off. Do you think we wait for all these taxes to come in before we spend these these things for spending? No. So taxes don't fund spending. Think about it. When the government passes these bills, do we wait for tax dollars to come in before we uh, send these bombs to the Middle East that we're making sure we do? You go ahead and do it, and then you yeah. worry about it later, right? And then you worry about crediting that debt. So why can't we pass the Green New Deal? Why can't we pass these trillion-dollar uh, relief packages? But we don't think twice about passing almost a trillion-dollar defense bill? It's bullshit. Complete bullshit. And, you know, speaking of complete bullshit, let's go ahead and give them the first uh, fuck you of the night. Oh, our first fuck you of the night goes to Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Shout him out. Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, who has a very small Johnson, most likely. So he's having to make up for it by sounding big and bad on the Senate floor. So, you You know, I think the people deserve to know what he was mentioning while on said floor. So he voted twice against these stimulus bills because he can't get a stimulus for himself. So he votes twice against these $1,200 payments. And so he said it would add too much to the already $27 trillion of debt. But yet he voted for the trillion-dollar defense bill that passed last week without a second thought. But actually helping human beings, fellow Americans, people in Wisconsin that are struggling, he said, fuck you to them. All while he was able to benefit from certain tax breaks that are going to be passed in this new stimulus bill. But with this whole stimulus bill, is like, is it better than nothing or is it just might as well just not even have anything? I mean, that's what's really debatable. And you got to get down to thinking, okay, is it better to pass something? Because originally we were at $1,200 payments. Now we're down to $600 payments. Has anything changed from last March when they passed the first $1,200 payment to now? No, it's gotten worse, probably. So why would we pay people less? Does that make any sense? Yeah, why would you go from $1,200 to $600? It doesn't make any sense. So that's where you get to the debate of, okay, do we pass a $600 payment, or do we say no and hold out and vote for um, something else when Joe Biden takes off? hoping that the two Democrat senators in Georgia end up winning. That's a big if, though. Yeah. So it's like, do we stand on principle, or do we give somebody something's better than nothing? And it's just, it's hard. It's hard to decide on that. I mean, me personally, you have to take a stand at some point. Because the Democrats are just giving in, giving in, giving in. And when it comes down to it, people are going to get tired of it if they aren't already. You need to go ahead and just tell, tell, speak to Joe right now. You know, go ahead and give him future advice. I want to tell you something, Joe. I want to tell you something. You listen to me right now, okay? You got your prune juice and you got your Pedialyte, okay, to keep you young. Keep you hydrated. You got to keep stay hydrated with your Pedialyte. So I'm going to tell you something, Joe. When it comes down to it, We can't take these baby steps. We cannot take these baby steps. We are in a situation where baby steps won't do shit. 
it's like walking up to a house that's on fire and taking a water bucket to fight like an oversized firefighter hat and a water bucket mine and you have just the pants on just the pants and the suspenders yeah and you look like you're in the uh, playboy mm-hmm. you're, Play you're girl, in, technically you're in like january category because it's, mm-hmm. it's a little cold you just don't yep. want to show it yep so joe shows up and he's just wanting to put out that fire but he's got a water bucket or he hadn't taken a Cialis yet, so he's got a limp pose, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> he didn't And, of course, he has that little fire axe, like he's going to start swinging oh, away. Oh, he's going to start swinging away. He said, you come here, you Republicans. I'm going to swing. I'm going to take a swing at you. <laughs> but, you know, this is... We are in unprecedented times. We cannot take mediocre steps. We have to have bold, progressive ideas. Republicans want to stick their head in the sand and act like nothing's happening because they don't have to worry about it. They're in the interest of big corporations. Corporations are thriving right now. Amazon and the other uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, they've added billions of dollars to their worth during the coronavirus pandemic. So, yeah. Untaxed worth, probably. Most likely. And so, you know, Wall Street is booming right now. But yet, millions of people are scared of losing their home. So that shows whose side the Republicans are on. And I, I would love to know from our million, millions and millions of listeners, why, what, what causes you to continue to support people that actively vote against your own interest? And keep getting elected, mind you. Yeah, like especially to our wonderful listeners in Alabama. I really want to know. I truly want to know. Like Tommy Tuberville. Why are you supporting him? Why? What has he done for you? The motherfucker doesn't even know how the government works. He doesn't know the three branches of government. But you think that he's going to have your interest in mind? He just wants you to get a job. You get a job, you snowflake. Because I know things about a job. I was paid millions of dollars not to coach. Because I suck so bad. But that's the reason I should be your senator. Fuck you. Fuck you, Tommy Tuberville. With... Never mind. But anyway... Like, why should he? Why do you think he's going to have your best interest? He is more worried right now when millions of Alabamians, we'll stick straight with Alabama, millions of Alabamians are struggling to pay their rent, struggling to pay their mortgage. They've lost their job. Hell, it's the middle of Christmas. You don't know what you're going to do. But yet Tommy Tuberville is more worried about some fantasy stolen election than helping out millions of Alabama citizens. That should tell you who he thinks about, who he's worried about. He doesn't give a fuck about you. He gives a fuck about the corporations that fund his PACs and just sucking Donald Trump's tiny chode. That's what he's worried chobe. about. Chobe. His <laughs> tiny orange chobe, okay? It's orange. And it, you know what's the best part? It probably has like and a it little... smells like a Big Mac, probably. Like an old <laughs> Big Mac that has just been sitting there in the hot baking sun for weeks. And that and mayonnaise it, and that, no, that it's thousand not mayonnaise. Island. No, it has it has this fucking hair too. Yes, because it is a fucking forest. <laughs> has this exact comb over. Mm-hmm. It's it's else it's quaffed perfectly quaffed comb over, because you know Melania is not down there. So she ain't been down there in years. <laughs> she don't know what it looks like because you can't find it. You can't find it's it because she's squinting too hard. It's hidden under the quaffed hair. Notice so her, notice her eyes always squinting so hard. She's like, like I, just oh, wait. Can't manage, I just can't manage to see. So, all that to say, 
think about who is actually thinking about what's best for you. Who is looking out for you? You got Bernie Sanders. He's getting shot at from side by side, at both ends of the aisle. Republicans, Democrats, all why of them. Why, what does the quote-unquote Democrats say about him? Not not the progressive ones, but like, what is their opinion on him? Like, like Do you know a couple people? Like, Yeah, like for instance, uh, what is it? Mark Warner, the senator from Virginia. He's attacking AOC and Bernie Sanders because he said, well, they don't know nothing about uh, all the things that they've tried to negotiate has failed. Well, I wonder why, because people in their own party are not backing them. Because Mark Warner's essentially a Republican. What's the difference between Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Mark Mark Warner, Mike, Mark Warner of Virginia and a Republican? There's nothing. So Bernie is getting a sack from both sides, but he's fighting for the working class person. It's sad. The same people that despise Bernie in Alabama, Bernie Sanders is, is fighting more for you than your own senator. Think about that. A democratic socialist is fighting more for you than your own God-fearing uh, Republican ex-football coach. ex-football coach, failure of a football coach, Tommy Tuberville, who doesn't know that fucking we fought with the socialist in World War II. But anyway, it's it just blows my mind. So all of that to say... Yeah, when it comes down to it, is is something better than nothing? That's what we have to decide, and it's really it's a good it's a good debate to have because something is better than nothing, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a three hundred dollar or a six hundred dollar check is better than nothing. But I mean, that's paying your water bill and your power bill. You know, does that pay your rent? No. What happens next month? You know, it's a one time payment. But. It's, but the real question is, where is uh, Mr. Trump during all this? So, where is Mr. Trump during all this? So, re- back to the original point, where is Trump during all this? So, where is Trump during all this? He's sitting on his toilet, taking a mean, mad tweeting, a mad tweeting with his <laughs> Twitter fingers. He is taking. He's sitting there for hours because he hadn't shit in three days. <laughs> so, because he's had so much Big Macs, he's just sitting there in his diet cokes. He drinks six Diet Cokes a day. He drinks two two liters of Diet Cokes a day. Did you know that? You know who that reminds me of? He goes to Hardee's each day, too. <laughs> he goes to Hardee's each and day. And orders a uh, steak, egg, and cheese biscuit. <laughs> steak, and egg, a Diet Coke. And Diet Coke. That- <laughs> it makes it all better because it's a Diet Coke. <laughs> it's zero calories, mind you. And uh, they also mentioned that uh, he, he, he now uh, also gets uh, potato rounds. Oh, he's got to be a little sassy. It's 2020. Why not? (laughs) Why not throw in a little few extra calories? (laughs) Why not a little extra? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. But so Donald Trump is sitting there taking a shit because he's shitting the bed, too, when it comes to the response. He's doing absolutely nothing. He is not. He sent one tweet about pass the stimulus. I'm like, you've already lost the election. This isn't going to help you. So he is more focused on how he's had the election, quote, stolen from him. He went on in a radio interview today, actually, right before they did this vote, actually. And he said, they're asking about the stimulus bill. And he goes, we've had the greatest example of voter fraud in American history. Now, they ask him to, you know, where did you find out about all Please explain here. Please explain yourself. Not one bit of evidence. It's a shocker. It's almost like a lot of conservatives in general. They 
have a bunch of these wild, crazy, outlandish statements. And conspiracies. Then, conspiracy. Why, you know, why is everything a conspiracy? Why is everything a conspiracy? You know, you know what? You realize like how many things I hate seeing on Facebook. That that was a fake needle. That didn't. That that they, they filled it full of water. What the fuck? I saw, Whoa, I saw wait, it on Facebook. What? Yeah, I've, I've literally <laughs> saw on like I was on a. a, a you're board. on you're on Parlor. That's yeah. where you were. You're on Parlor. <laughs> Go follow us on Parlor. <laughs> Snowflake lefties sixty nine sixty nine. But it literally they, they said like. You know how much you want to bet? It's not even he's not even getting that vaccine injected in him. He's or, getting he's getting sugar water. Yeah, he's getting saline. Saline, saline. He's getting it's a fake needle. It just go becomes an any. It's like one of those fake ones that like go down. Oh, it's, my. it's just probably just an empty syringe or just there. You go. They just look. Well, like no, it. if they do that with air, that'll kill you. Yeah. Well, that's what Grey's Anatomy told me. But um. <laughs> Yes, Trump's 0-51 in his lawsuits to overturn the election. There's absolutely no uh, proof whatsoever. None. You know, and Everybody else has acknowledged him that, that he's lost. Well, no, 148 Republicans have not that are in the House of Reps and the Senate. Both of Alabama's senators as well have said that they're backing Trump. Shout it out. Tommy Tuberville, fuck you. Who's the other one? Richard Shelby, like 9,000-year-old Richard Shelby. <laughs> fuck you. Um, and then Mo Brooks. There you go. I want to talk about Mo Brooks. Can we talk about Mo Brooks for a second? You know what? Let it out. I just I have this just laid on my heart, and I know that we were about to go to lunch about 45 minutes ago, and 13 other people have had to just testify, but I need to testify about something. Mo Brooks, you rank up there as some, one of the dumbest individuals I've truly ever fucked your way up into having a house of representatives seat maybe just politics in general just politics in general like i just love how he's coming out with all these conspiracies about the election and it's like you know alabama takes one step forward with doug jones and then like 38 back and it's just it's it's truly sad like we want to make a better name for ourselves and it's just like we can't seem to do but you it. know what at least we're not mississippi is what people say but then mississippi is being is going like at least we're not alabama so but anyway yeah trump is sitting on the toilet doing nothing talking about it's a stolen election that's all he goes into but this blows my mind so regarding on like actual positive ideas to control this quote-unquote pandemic so mm-hmm. what's the What's the keys to success here? You know, to actually help struggling families. First one and a big one: forgive all the student debt. Shout out! Forgive all the <laughs> fucking student debt. Every single bit of student debt, just give it all, take it all away, forgive it all. It would be so wonderful, and you'd save about six inches of my hairline. So please, <laughs> you are ready for that one. <laughs> it just magically appear. Just go. I, I just you know won't. <laughs> looking like Stephen A. Smith up here. But anyway, uh, because if you forgive the student debt, it it gives immediate relief to those struggling in the pandemic. So they're not having and, to make those and student loan ha- payments. And then you completely, that just means the outpouring of cash in the economy. Exactly. It boosts the economy. Think of all that money that they would be spending, also like a federal jobs guarantee. Look at our episode last week. Um, think about it. All that money, like you said, is now going to be just funneled into... The economy 
that we would be spending on bill or on that uh, student loan payment, we're now opening up to spending in the economy. Because when you pay that bill, yeah, does it go into the economy or does it go into that corporation's bank account? Corporations. So by not paying that student loan debt and paying it into the economy, we're helping more than just somebody's bank account. We want to buy our raffles. We, we could buy, you could buy you another raffle. <laughs> but we ain't going to make ammo for you. We're just going to let it just sit there in your gun cabinet and get all good old good and shiny. If you want them bullets, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make them. Because we're going to tax the shit out of them. Back in my day, if we wanted a musket bullet, we made it ourselves. <laughs> we had to melt down the iron. We had to form it. Then we had to load it into the old musket and fire. And then you probably missed. <laughs> I missed multiple times. But I'm undefeated in my Senate runs. <laughs> and I've been in politics 45 years. No, he's up to 50. Whoa, I thought Whoa. it was 45. No, I mean, well, the United States was founded in, what, 1789? <laughs> <so>, you know, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it provides uh, a boost to the economy. And it also helps to shrink the wealth gap. Because... The majority of African Americans disproportionately have student loan debt compared to white people. African Americans have, on average, fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt. When they have student loans, on average, it's fifty thousand dollars in student debt. Think about how much that would shrink the wealth gap in this country tremendously, tremendously. But then, like, you say you do that, but then the job, like the minimum wage, is still the same. You know, like how does that end up even like even and out? Like, no, what I'm saying is. With the wealth gap, yeah, between the average African American hat is worth eighteen thousand dollars in wealth. Yeah, the average white American is worth one hundred seventy-one thousand dollars in wealth. If a African American does not have fifty thousand dollars in debt, all that money that they would be spending on that debt is helping them spend it in other places. A and gain wealth. That's fifty thousand extra dollars that you will have that is yours now instead of having to pay that helps shrink the yeah wealth gap so that's one major thing to do right there the next would be to actually pass a functional health care system but you know you know well, well you know the, uh, why is it you mentioned that we well, can't that'd be socialism you can't do that you know medicare for all is socialism is that the, you know the only, I think you just need to go and just debunk it whenever they say whenever somebody just asks you well how, who's going to pay for it well who's going to pay for it who who pays for everything that we do already you know do you think that we pay for everything that we do think about it this one crisp one dollar bill that I got for Christmas growing up. Every year because that's all I would get. There you go. <laughs> or a pair of socks. A pair of socks. No, I get a flashlight. I got a flashlight. Not a flashlight, but a flashlight. Um, <laughs> it was one of those Duracell flashlights. It's mm -hmm. just like that. that, that no, was... it was off-brand. So it was like a Duracell. <laughs> it, no, it's the one you had to crank up with your hand. You know, the LED ones. And it, and it only lasts for like two 30 minutes. seconds, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know. That crisp $1 bill is worth a dollar because we say it is, right? Right. So think about this. Do we print every single dollar that we spend in this country? No, it's all digital. So a computer says that we have $27 trillion in debt, right? Yeah. So what's keeping us from 
have we ever gone bankrupt? No. What about the Great Depression? Hmm? What about the Great Depression? That's like, that, that's going into How did we get out of that? So. Started deficit spending, right? Spending more than we take in each year, right? Yeah. Well, that's why the deficit, the debt. So it's that's how we spent our way out of the Great Depression. We can spend our way out of this. Well, why is it that people, quote-unquote, would... So, as an example, would you say that World War II caused the uh, uptick in... We, we like, got out of the Great Depression yeah. because of World War II by spending, right? So we spent our way out of World War II. We increased the deficit, which that's fine. Think about it. Out of all the years that we have been a country, there's only been seven years that we have not had a deficit. And each year following that was an economic panic or great, you know, a depression type. So we spend our way out of these issues. If we pump money into the economy, that's going to help the economy grow. If people are out of work, we can't expect them to spend, correct? So yeah. we have to put money into the economy to allow them to spend, right? FDR did it through his New Deal, which created jobs with the worker programs, infrastructure, a almost job guarantee. Yeah. So my question to that is, what? Why is it that some people would say he did a he did a shitty job, like or or because like, they're a fucking idiot? That's why. No, like or like what what's what do you say to the people that are like are a, say he did not? do a good job like oh like, yeah okay um i would say what about your great grandpappy he probably had a job because of fdr um we are a nation right now because of fdr we won world war ii because of fdr we got through the great depression because of fdr he his programs and his cabinet that he created and advisors helped us get through the Great Depression. These New Deal programs, you're able to, your grandparents and your parents are able to retire. Or if you're a boomer, boomer, you're able to retire because of FDR. So you're a fucking idiot if you don't think, if you don't realize that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, I like, like it, just coming from like a mind of a boomer, like what, what makes them think that... I would love to know how, how a boomer thinks. Yeah, like... Your view, your opinion to them, what would you, why, why do you think they, they're so against us? Because like, why do you think we're, they think we're ruining, ruining everything? Per se? That's what I want to know. Why, how could we possibly be ruining any, ru ruin, how can we be ruining it? We, we don't even have power yet. Y'all are the ones that are in charge that got us in this situation. So how are you going to blame us when we're just wanting to eat our granola and go to college? You know, but yet we're the cause of all this. It makes no sense whatsoever. It really doesn't make any yeah, sense. But like, why is it like you like you say people? I think they just hate change because like anytime they want to offer like a new bill or like a new law or something that's out of the norm, it's just automatically shot down. Exactly because it's not the norm. I like you said that. It's a it challenges that status quo, right? Because they're just all happy with how things are. So if anything messes up, they're perfect air quotes, uh, life, then it's bad. Anything new is bad. You know, think about it. In the 50s, communist. Anybody that thought for themselves was considered bad. Uh, the 60s, people that wanted equality. People that thought that 
you shouldn't be not allowed to sit at a lunch counter because you're black. Crazy concept. But that was bad. That's radical because it challenged the status quo. Think about today. What do you think is challenging the status quo so it's labeled as bad? BLM. BLM. If you catch the Antifa, you know? Please tell me, what is an Antifa? I don't know. What about the Proud Boys? <laughs> you know what I love? The fact that the Proud Boys, they all tat they painted the word Proud Boys on their ass. And it said, uh, they literally painted the word like spelled it out. You know how people hold up signs that spell out words at games? They each wrote a letter of Proud Boys oh, on their ass. So is that just, do they not realize how that's not a good thing that you want to have? Like you bending over and spreading your cheeks and spray, say, <laughs> spelling out Proud Boys on your ass. That's, that doesn't vote. It that shows your, good, you know, it, it showed you tried. You right. Know. He tried, but his brain span couldn't go that far. You know, it just was longer than five seconds. So. But, yeah, I would love to know, like, what makes people think the way that they do? And think about this. I want to know what makes somebody on Facebook that sits there and they just shit themselves earlier that day, but yet they share this grand conspiracy on Facebook. And do they really, truly believe what they see, like what they're reading? Or is it just because it's pro-Trump? Probably pro-Trump. So do they automatically believe it? Like, do you not want to think for yourself? You know? It is good to have an opinion. It's nice. It would, And I just, I want to know. Or like all these crazy conspiracies that they share on Facebook. Do you truly believe that? Or you know what? What do you, what do you think about, the, about what Tucker Carlson says? Tucker Carlson, oh my God. I watched something about, oh, um, the new district attorney for L.A. He was elected and he said, we, as of right now, we are going to stop uh, charging people with the death penalty. We're going to stop pursuing the death penalty in cases. He said, and so Tucker Carlson said, oh, no, 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 it was over bail. He said, we're going to end cash bail, which is good because it disproportionately affects lower class people. And Tucker Carlson said, he wants all the criminals to be let out of prison and walk the streets. And I'm like, are you a, are, like, what the fuck? Like, truly, what the fuck are you sitting there thinking? Like, do you truly believe this? Or like, what are you on? Because I want to know. That must be some good shit that you're on. <laughs> like, you fill me in. It's like, you know how it's just like so dramatic. And it gets people so upset that they can't even think straight. <laughs> like, certain family members. But... I just, I don't get it that they think that they have the finger on the pulse of real, true conservatism. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I know better than the conservative leaders themselves. Like, what? <laughs> you must just go to sleep each night, jerk off to a picture of Donald Trump. <laughs> that's the best. That's the main one. <laughs> and then roll over, beat your wife, and then go to bed. And that makes, like... That's a strong butt whooping. I show you. You thought you thought moderate, didn't you? <laughs> I'll show you. Um, this is a conservative only house. <laughs> I'm gonna pray the liberal away. <laughs> you will not utter them dirty socialist words. 
Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> and Kamula Harris. Kamula. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, you will not do that. You know what it always makes me think of? The campaign. Exactly. Like, who was it? Lieutenant, not Lieutenant Dan, but Donnie. And he sit there and he goes, I will not go to Rainbow Land. You will not make me. He's like, he's spreading his communist agenda. <laughs> he goes, I was four in an elementary school writing about Rainbow Land. He said, it's a fictional place. Communism. It's like all believing it. And they're flipping shit. And they start, and that's, that's, it's just spreads. It's like, uh, what is it? A snowball that you roll down the hill. Snowball effect. Yep. And it just rolls boom, 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 boom. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger to where it starts out with a little innocent kid writing about Rainbow Land where all everybody is has equal. And then a baby gets punched. <laughs> and then a baby gets punched. <laughs> Joe Biden. Them Democrats, they punch babies. They'd shoot them too if they could. And you know what? <laughs> all he's he's doing all that while he's in his little walking boot. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even he's like what it, i saw this on saturday night live it was like 40 days till he's a president and he's already injured like oh right. no but you know something about those conservatives or those dem- those liberals they probably <laughs> they probably if they love their guns they'd probably use machine guns to kill babies because you know that's how they're gonna do an abortion but it's just it blows my mind it blows my mind i would love to know I'd love to know, like, what is going through their head? What do, what do you think about? <laughs> right. Like, besides Donald Trump porn, like, what do you think about? <laughs> like, it just, I would love to know. It would truly, truly love to know. So if you're a conservative listening to this, make sure to email us. Um, Tell us why you think Donald Trump is the greatest ever. Why, why do you? Why do you? I, I want to know what's going through your mind. Like, when you're sharing this stuff on Facebook. What goes through your head? I'd love no to regard. No regard. It's just oh, Donald Trump share. What I loved was this is this. I did a little experiment the other day. Got a little experimental. Um, I posted about the Constitution. How was Constitution Day? But in the post, I was talking about how, you know, civil disobedience is okay and stuff like that. And I could tell that nobody, like certain people that liked it, I could tell that they didn't really read what I wrote. They just saw Constitution and liked it because it was very liberal positions that I was taking and what I was writing. And these are very conservative people that liked my post. So I was like, you just don't even read it, do you? But you don't read this shit, do you? You just saw Constitution, you're like, like. So I thought about doing that for like a very conservative uh make it sound very conservative, but like as a picture or a headline and then inside the post, just destroy. So you could do like a, like a social security check or something. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, you know, cause people are going to spend their social security check. Mm-hmm. And then, but whenever you think about it, it's democratic mm-hmm. socialism, socialism. Think about it. Social security is socialism. Have you ever thought about that? Like, so everybody that gets their social security, you can thank a socialist. You can thank socialism. Because think about it. Socialism, by definition, is pay. everybody pays into something that benefits, may not benefit you. It benefits all, right? For the common good, for the 
greater good, right? Isn't that Social Security? I'm paying into it Still for, am. for our parents. Yeah. It doesn't benefit me. Benefiting somebody else. You get how many hundreds of dollars taken out of your check? Mm-hmm. That's not willingly. 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 That's Social Security. Think about um, the military. Our taxes fund the military. Do we directly benefit from it necessarily? In the name of freedom. In the name of freedom. Why, why does liberty not uh, knock on the door? Because freedom rings. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I was to say that at a Donald Trump rally, they would go nuts. I was about to say, they you would, go you would get like, you would get some bitches flashing their boobies. I know, that just those granny panties would be dropping. <laughs> Those long johns would be dropping. <laughs> I would love. I think some... you cracked the code. <laughs> I may have. And you know what? Never. I want you to throw your granny panties only. That's <laughs> only it. granny panties. <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing else. If they are not at least forty years old. <laughs> no, I'm sixty. Okay. Because <laughs> they're getting social security. So. Long johns are none. Okay. <laughs> Take your $600 (laughs) stimulus check and go buy the oldest granny panties you can. All cotton, mind you. Yes. And pay for them in pennies. (laughs) But, (laughs) Jesus. See, I'd say that and they did go nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that's horrible. So, any any last minute thing? Overall... The stimulus bill, shit. Well, how do we? <laughs> but the stimulus bill, it it's better than nothing. But just you know, you know, it's like you, it's like you gave half effort. You know, you could have done just a little bit more. It's like, you know, like on that midterm that you take, and you know that you're gonna fail it, so you cheat, and you make like a ninety-nine, and your teacher is so fucking proud of you. And he's like, yes, I am so proud of you. You obviously worked so hard. And inside you're going, who cares? Well, you, okay, maybe me. Some people that have a conscience, they'd be sitting there going, wow, I, I didn't really earn this. And this doesn't really feel like winning. But, okay. I still did it. Okay. I still, yeah, but you, you're like, hey, I passed. I got out, man. I passed. That teacher's sitting there going, I know this fucker cheated. <laughs> he goes from making twos on my test to making a 90. <laughs> You, what'd you do? I you studied know. real hard. <laughs> okay. And I slid you a gift card. <laughs> Charlotte, or Chocolate, Cheesecake Factory. There you go. I thought, I was, I thought that was a good meal, too. Hopefully. Blood money. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho. Yeah, overall, we need to demand more of our feeders. Because this is fucking ridiculous. Redonkulous. Redonkulous. It's just like these, you're going to give $600 to somebody. Like, how can you even, like, this, like, do that with a straight face? Like, you're giving struggling families $600 and saying, good luck. Like, do great. So you're like that old man with the, uh, what's that um, meme with that old man smiling, but he's in the real, like, the inside, he's, he's, like, killed. Oh, yeah, it's like Devastated Brian or something like that. Yeah. And he's just like, Ugh. right. That's like, you know, telling a bunch of high schoolers not to have sex, and then leaving them alone for the weekend, like all horror movies. But yeah, it's it's gonna happen. And, but you're like me. But it's just it doesn't 
makes sense. But anywho, uh, make sure to leave us a like, subscribe, review. If you think that, let us know what you think about this coronavirus bill. Do you think it went far enough? Could it lead to more? Should we want more? Demand more. Should we demand more? Should we not accept anything but perfection? Perfection and the best. Make sure to let us know. So, Zach, until next time, take us out. Levitating your perspective each episode of the time. Y'all have a great weekend.